no, it's the Creator Spaces show. Do you consider yourself a creator? Yes, I do consider myself as a creator. What do you create? I create two types of content, um, writing, uh, blog posts, so written format. I use tweets, so I think that's also um, a type of content. So I think any type of content that you make online, I would consider yourself as a creator. And I also have dabbed into Instagram videos, YouTube videos, but right now my focus is really written format. And so how long have you been writing? So I've been writing online since October or November, but I really only started taking it seriously around December. So I would estimate around six to seven months of writing. And what have been the effects so far? It's been a lot of effects, to be honest. I initially wrote to express my anger and frustration towards my nursing job and the online course that I felt like I really wasted my money on because originally I wanted to start an online business, but I didn't really know how to do that. So I bought a course, did not like the course, and I just shut the whole thing down. And that's when I started writing, doing a lot of self-discovery, a lot of self-reflection. So as I got better, I wanted to share what I did to do that. And I just became better emotionally. And that's when I started thinking, okay, how can I do better writing? How can I grow as a writer? So it was a little bit of a shift from self-reflection to how can I provide value to other people? So tell me when did that shift occur? I think it occurred around shift 30 for 30, because at that time I was still discovering what to do online. I knew I wanted to write well and I knew I wanted to build an audience slash community but I didn't know how to so when I joined Ship 30 for 30 I gave myself that time to experiment to be really true to what I want to say out there and since then really I feel like it gave me the boost the confidence to be true to myself and I think that's my content resonated with a lot of people because I just talked my true message. So I talked about how being lost in the online world as well as in real life. And so a lot of my content revolved around that type of topics. So how do you build your audience now? Do you build an audience? Right now, I'm not actively doing it strategically because, as I've mentioned before, I wanted to really learn how to get paid writing. So I'm starting my freelancing journey and the minimum amount I do for building my audience is writing on Medium like at least once a week and tweeting whenever I feel like it. It's not very strategic, but because I have, my focus is somewhere else and a weekly newsletter where it just helps me build relationships with other people throughout my journey. So tell me about that. How does the newsletter create relationships throughout your journey? So I use my newsletter to reflect on the things that I've struggled throughout the week and how I've overcome them. So that forced me to be intentional about my actions throughout the week 
and figure out, okay, what problems am I having as a creator? And then once I solve it, I share those struggles and how I overcame them to the people who are subscribed to my newsletter. So it's like, it's for myself, but also for other people. It doesn't feel like work. That makes a lot of sense. And was there a time when you were more focused on audience building? Yeah. So after Ship 30 for 30, mid-February to March is when I learned about the whole, you know, oh, my content is really resonating. Let me continue this on. So what I did was I put a lot of essays, but not as much as the first cohort. And I engaged with a lot of people. So my focus on the first cohort was putting my content out there and building relationships with other people through commenting on their content, DMing them, hopping on Zoom calls. And then during the second cohort, I stopped doing the daily essays because it was becoming a lot. Yeah. And I've been coming up with different ideas on how to build my presence. So I stopped doing my daily essays. I would still go put out different types of content, but I was more focused on developing relationships online because that's when I launched Creator Sandbox, which is accountability group that I'm building. Interesting. Tell me about that. Yeah. So Creator Sandbox, basically, I got the idea because I was in multiple accountability groups with five different people. And so I noticed it was taking a lot of my time and we were like talking about the exact same thing because I built a relationship with multiple individual creators and I pitched the idea to them asking, hey, would you want to do this with maybe 10, 15 other people and we're going to meet bi-weekly so that we can still catch up and talk about our struggles, our wins during this journey and I asked them whether they would pay for it and they said yes if you launch it I'll join so I gathered some data before I launched or did anything and so how's it going it's going great it's small right now it's invitation only it's paid so that it's not everybody can join just so that it's a little bit high quality yeah and money is a great way to create a bar You've got the community is one way you're monetizing. And mm -hmm. you mentioned you got your first freelancing gig. Is there yes. anything else? I get paid through writing on Medium. Well, that's not very consistent because you're dependent on the algorithm of how your article does. So that's one way. It's also very hard to monetize. Only top 5% of the writers actually make the $100 club is what they call it there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I've got 12 cents. <laughs> That's still good. <laughs> to me, Medium is an amazing platform because the fact that you're writing about your experience, your stories, and you're getting paid for it, that's really mind-blowing to me. So I use it not to strategically make an income, but more for this is where I get to share my stories with other people because they already have such an audience as well. Makes sense. So you've got the combination approach where you've got some, I'm guessing the Creator Sandbox is subscription? Yes. Right now it is a subscription. Awesome. So then you've got a subscription, you've got a higher tier one-off package, you've got mm -hmm. just an ad sales basis based on reach with Medium. I think if I'm thinking like Dickie and Cole or like the guys from the prior generation who called the same thing product ladders, you need a low tier offer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's like my community right now, which I'm not actively promoting because it's more of a hop on hop off community 
Zoomita is what I call it. It's when people need Zoom calls. They want to meet new creators. This is the place. If mm. they want to leave, then it's not a big deal either. So it's more for other people than it is for me. And I don't expect to make money off of it. It's just something that I was already doing. And I just wanted to put it all in one place and one time. Awesome. And yeah. So then you don't see the community as part of your monetization, really. That money is truly just the bar to make sure they're serious. Yeah, exactly. And there is a private Discord chat. So then it's also a direct access. If they have any questions regarding the creator economy, then I'll be happy to answer that because writing on Medium or writing on its own mindset stuff, those are the things that I'm really comfortable in sharing. If they have any questions or difficulties around those topics, then having that direct chat with me is going to be much easier to do. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So what exactly is a multi-passionate creator? (laughs) Yeah, basically the way I define multi-passionate creator is you're a content creator and you have multiple interests, whether that's topics, life experiences, and based on those things, you are able to express yourself online fully. So you're not really constrained by, I'm only going to talk about writing or I'm only going to talk about marketing. It's almost like you, are embracing your multidimensionality as a human and through your creation you're expressing all of that awesome if that makes sense i think it's a much better way to say what people mean when they say be authentic exactly and i think be authentic is really hard to follow or even the advice of be yourself and then you're telling me to oh you have to niche down and it's like that contradicts with who i am because that's not who i am so it's almost like i'm advocating for people people or creators to get to know themselves so that they can figure out how to show up online because yeah because only then when I shifted to okay who am I and why am I struggling to show up online it's because I was listening to the external advice that everybody's telling and I think ironically it's the people who I think the generalists aren't as vocal with their opinions that's why (laughs) I didn't find any other creator who was doing this saying no embrace all your life experiences and use that to fuel your creativity. I like it. I like it a lot. I think I might be a multi-passionate creator. (laughs) I'm happy to know that because I think all of us are, to be honest with you. People misunderstand when I say multi-passionate to not niching down, but niching down is so important and relevant when you're actually selling something, when you're a business owner. But when you're a creator, you're not technically selling all the time. You're here to showcase your craft through writing through video and understanding who you're talking to is important but at the same time using your experiences your stories embracing all of those and making them all intertwine together so that the people actually remember you and get to know you as a human versus being the topic and that's what most people are struggling with or that's why i struggled at the beginning So I'm interested. What's your North Star metric for success? My North Star metric for success is 
freedom <laughs> or I think really being able to be work wherever I want and when I want mm. and when I'm working on something it has to be something that I'm enjoying so in my first year of my creative journey I shifted off like this is what I have to do to what do I enjoy doing and then how can I make money off of that so that's how I monetize creator soundbox because I was doing a lot of zoom calls with different people meeting them on a weekly basis and I knew I enjoyed that but then I just had to make it strategic and now I'm writing different articles online and I do enjoy that so now I'm using freelancing to help me monetize that yeah it's a lot of try and fail almost or see what you like and don't like and then keep moving forward from there Have you considered what your current goal as a creator is? Try to get really specific with it. Um, what do you mean? What I'm doing or my direction? Yeah. So going beyond like the metric for success, beyond that North Star, but a specific next waypoint or goal. Are you working on building up enough freelance income to go full time as a creator? Or are you reaching for a specific number there? Are you trying to build up a certain consistency on medium? That sort of thing. Yeah, I think I'm in the stage where I'm trying to figure out how can I make a sustainable income from writing because I hope to hopefully be able to not have my nursing job anymore. I want it to be my choice to go to my nursing job versus I have to. So that's what I'm doing. And after that, when I have my workflow, my like if I can create it, create the workflow or have a sustainable income regularly, then I'm hoping to build a community. So I think my favorite business model that I'm really inspired by is again by Nestle where she just built a whole community and she dumped all of her good stuff inside the community. So I really like that idea because that way you're not constantly having to advertise or launch products, offers. It's more like her low tier thing is her community. And then she does have consultations that you have to pay extra for. But it's a choice for other people, but she has that accessibility, her target audience, which I really like. So I'm hoping to do that, but that would require a lot of work. So in the meantime, figuring out how freelancing works and slowly building an email list through my newsletter and then create a bunch of fun things when I have the income. <laughs> If you could send a tweet back to your start, what would it be and when would it be? I think it would be start with what you know and with what you have. Could you explain that a bit more? A lot of people, or at least for myself, I went to buy an online course because I didn't know what I didn't know almost. And... I got a lot of imposter syndrome because I was teaching something to teach other people that I didn't really have any experience on. So I didn't realize that back then I only knew about traveling. So I could just start talking about traveling. And then as I grew more as a content creator, then I would talk about how to create content. That's my advice to someone is whatever journey or situation you are in right now, there is somebody out there who is one step behind you. So whether you only have a phone the internet which is what you need in order to spread your message you have enough like what you know right now is good enough so that's what i mean that with start with what you know with what you have <laughs>